Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in the beginning of Simen Chavches Dinei Chalitza Satzvillin, the halachos of taking off the tefillin. We're on page Lamed Test, the page following 76. The Mechaber says in Sif Aleph, Chayiv Odom Lamashmesh Batfilin Bechol Sha'a. A person is Chayiv to touch his Tfilin at all times. Shalo Yasiyah Taitum Mehem. That way his mind does not go off his Tfilin. The Yamashmesh Bishal Yod Tchila. A person should touch his Shalyad first. When he gets to the Pasuk in Kriyashma of Ukshartam Laos Ayodecha, he should touch the Shalyad. And when he says the part of the Pasuk referring to the Shalrosh, then he touches the Shalrosh. So the Mishabura begins in Sifkat and Aleph, on that which the Mechaber started with, that a person is chayv to touch his tefillin b'chol sha'a, perush, b'chol sha'a shenizkar b'hem chayv l'mashmish. Any time that he remembers about his tefillin, he's chayv to touch them. That way he'll remember about them often. And that way he will not come to take his mind off the tefillin. That's reason number one, he shouldn't have a hesach hadas from the tefillin. And that way, whenever he remembers the tefillin, he should touch it, it keeps him more focused on the tefillin. Va'od, and another reason, in order that a person can fix his tefillin, so they should not move out of their place. So the Meshavur here gives a second reason, the Mechaber said, Meshavur azam that also you can feel if it is out of place, and move it back to the correct location. He's remembering about it, so what does touching and add to it? So I, I asked that exact question through a source today. It's a funny Mishabura, I wasn't going to be only on it, but uh, if you're already asking the Kasha, the Mishabura is a little funny. It says, B'chol shosh en niskar behem chayv l'mashmesh, da yidei kein niskar lehem tadir. Anytime you remember it, you should touch the tefillin so that you'll always remember it. But if... I'm remembering it already, so what am I touching it? So Resorsha wanted to say that uh, if you do something, when you remember it, you'll be yourself to remember it more. That was Omer on the same Nakuda, that it's a funny thing. When you remember it, touch it, so you'll remember it. Okay, Vaitur in the Mishabura of Cotton Bays. Shaloya Daito. The reason of the Machaber was that you should touch it, fill in always, so your mind should not go off it. in the time of Tfila, one does not need to touch his tefillin. Now, Pashtas Be'esat Tefillah refers to Shmon Esrei, because as the Mechaber himself says, he tells us when you should touch it during Kriyashma, so it sounds like what the Mishabura is telling us is that Be'esat Tefillah during Shmon Esrei, you don't have to touch the tefillin. That's the Mugin Avrom Lekamon and Simon Ben Dalud, the Ayin Be'primigodim. Now, if you look at note number six, he tells us the Primigodim. The Primigodim actually argues with this Mugin Avrom, he writes, Even during the time of tefillah, you should be touching your tefillin. The idea of not taking our minds off of tefillin is learnt out from the halachas of the tits of the Kohen Gadol. By the Kohen Gadol, we said his mind should be on the tzitz even during the avodah. So we know our tefillah is avodah shebelev, so the same way that the Kohen Gadol had the tzitz on his mind during his avodah, so the Primagodim says we should have a tefillin on our minds during our, our tefillah. And therefore, even during tefillah, he says you should touch it. And furthermore, According to the second reason, the Mishabura just told us in Sifkat and Aleph, 
that the reason of touching a tefillin is to give them the proper place. So So that also applies during Shmonesrei. The Rehlocha writes later on that he wasn't so saying the Halacha like the Primigodim. Because the Beheta brings from the Arizal the opposite. And so to the Arzarua that's mentioned in the note before says the same thing. And therefore the Mishabura actually passes like the Magan Avram that Eisat Fila, you don't have to touch it, but he does reference I am the Primagadam where he does say that even during Tfila you should be touching your Tfilim. Sifkotan Gimel Bishayah, this is going on that which the Machaber says. That Yamashmesh Bishayot Khila. We said you should touch your tefillin to remember it always. First, the tefillin shayad. Says the Mishabura, the reason why we touch our shayad first before the shalosh is because the shayad is closer to touch it. The Ainavir Nala Mitzvah. We don't want to pass over a mitzvah. And the understanding over here, Lachorah, is that your hands are down, so it's closer to reach your other arm where your tefillin shayad is, closer than reaching your tefillin shalosh, which is on your head. The question arises, let's say a person is uh, adjusting his talus and his hand is higher up, so then he's closer to the Sharosh, he remembers his tefillin, so what does he do over there? So in note number 7, Rishul Muzamad Arbach has a little discussion about that, if you would change it, if you keep it the same, Ayin Shom. Says the Mishaburavaitur, this is going on the same point that we just mentioned in the Machaber, that you should touch the Shalyad first, the Achakach B'Sharosh, and afterwards one should touch the Sharosh. If at the time when someone is touching a Sharosh, he finds that it has moved from its place, after all, that's one of the reasons why we're doing it, so you realize it's in the wrong place. And you realize then, only after you touch your Sharosh, that the Shayad also moved out of place, so both of them need to be adjusted. So, you should first move the shayad back to its place, and that's from the pasuk of Mikra Ukshatem Lios Ayadecha, the Hadar Tatafos Beninecha, the Kanal Basimin Chafes Devav. The same reason we put on the shayad before the Sharosh from that pasuk. Also, that would teach us that you adjust the shayad to put it back in place before you put back the Sharosh into place. I'd like to read a little bit of note number one as well. On this whole idea that we're discussing over here about touching your tefillin, so many people touch your tefillin and then they kiss their hand. Now notice the Mechaber, the Mishabur, don't mention a word about kissing, so let's see what the other posts can say about this. The Mishabur doesn't mention a word about kissing your hand after you touch your tefillin with your hand. The Rachasholan says there are those who kiss their hands when they touch the tefillin. no ikker. So he says it's no ikker to be kissing your hands. But they both write that one should in fact kiss his hand after he touches the tefillin with it. The Sharfrayim explains beautifully By touching the tefillin with your hands, you're getting some kind of roshim of the kedusha of the tefillin, and therefore it is appropriate to be kissing it. We find that Hashem Zalman did an interesting thing as well. That going to Hashem Zalman Arbach, Hayanoeg litein as haretzuos o as hatalus al hatfilin. He didn't touch the tefillin with his hands to avoid this uh, complication. Do you kiss? Do you not kiss? He would touch it with the retzu of the tefillin, or he would touch it with his tzitzis. The osan hayamanashik, and then he would kiss his tzitzis, or he kisses the retzu. That way, 
he's also kissing another mitzvah, he's not just randomly kissing his hand. Says the Machab Revitur and Sebez, Tfilin Rosh Cholates Tchila. A person should take off, as we know, the Tfilin Rosh first. Mishum Diksiv Vahoyu Totafos Bein Necha. Because the Pasuk says, V'hayu, it's a Lashen Rabbim, V'hayu otototofos b'neinecha, we learn from there, Kozman she b'neinecha yushtayim. So long that you have the tefillin between your eyes, meaning so long that you have the tefillin shalrosh on, you should be wearing both tefillin. Therefore we put on the shalyad before the shalrosh, and we take off the shalrosh before the shalyad, that when we have both the tefillin, we never have the shalrosh on our heads alone. Then the Mishabura says, Tzarech Lachlot Tfilin Sharosh Mu'umad, one must take off his Tfilin Sharosh while he is standing. V'aniach Batik Sharosh, and he should place in his Tfilin bag the Sharosh first, V'olov Shalyad, and then he should put the Tfilin Shalyad on top of the Tfilin Sharosh. K'day Shekishayavu Lahanicham Yifka B'Shayad Tchila. That way, when he comes the next morning to put his tefillin on, he will bump into the shayad first. We know that our tefillin bags are not set up one on top of the other. We'll discuss that in the Mishabura. But to summarize the Mechaber and Sebez, he tells us that you take off your tefillin shayrosh first, based on the, on the Pasuk. And then he says, you have to take off your tefillin shayrosh while you are standing. And then when you're putting your tefillin away, you want to put your shayrosh on the bottom, the shayad on top, so that you hit it first the next day to avoid a problem of Mavir and Allah Mitzvah to get to your shayad first. Says the Mishabura of Katan Hey Cholet Tchila, you take off your Tfilin Shalrosh first. Achar Shemeser Gimel Krichos Meha Etzba, as we know, you first take off the three wrappings around your finger, then you first take off the Tfilin Shalrosh, and then afterwards you take off the Tfilin Shayad. Siv Katan Vav Mu'umud, we said you take off the Tfilin Shalrosh while you are standing. Hu Hadin Hasara Sakrichos Shalha Etzba. The same thing is true about taking off the wrappings around your finger, you also should be standing for that. According to our minhag, that we put on our tefillin shayad while we are standing, you have to take off your shayad as well while you are standing. The same way you put on your tefillin, so too you take off your tefillin. So we who are knowing to do everything standing, the Ashkenazim, so we take off all of our tefillin, the wrappings around the fingers, the shalrosh, the shayad, we take off everything while we are standing. There were some chachamim that were knowing to take off the tefillin shalrosh with their left hand because that's the weaker hand. To show that it's hard to take it off, so you're using your weaker hand. Really want to keep it on. The mitzvah tefillin is really all day. To show that it's difficult to part with your tefillin, they would take it off with their weaker hand, with their left hand. If a person is a lefty, he does all his malach with his left hand. So then, he takes off his tefillin with his right hand, in order that he should not take off his tefillin too fast. Again, a similar idea to show that it's kosher love chalitzasa, and he wants to take it off with his weaker hand. So both the righty and the lefty both take it off with their weaker hand. Sivkotan Zayin goes on the last point of the Mechaber and Sivbeis. That when you take off your tefillin shalrosh, you want to put it in the tick of the tefillin first, and on it you want to put the tefillin shayad, that way you get to the tefillin shayad first tomorrow. Says the Mishibruah, Sivkotan Zayin, Kosav Abach V'chein Ataz L'El B'Simen Chofei, Sivkotan Yud, Tahainu Shiyase Tik Oroch V'Tzar. A person should make a tick for his tefillin that is long and narrow, Sheyu Munochum Zeh Al Gabe Zeh. That you pile it up one on top of the other. I picture this like the, the thermos 
containers that people have that they have it stands up and they put one on the bottom one on the top so that's the image I have over here that you want to put the tefillin sharosh in the bottom the tefillin shayat on top of it but the Magen Avram says it's better not to put them one on top of the other. It's in fact better to put them side by side. And his reasoning is very logical. If you look at note 11, Mishum We mentioned this before. The Tzvillin Shalosh has a higher level of Kedusha than the Shayad. We said out of the name Shakai, the Shin and the Dalit and the Yud, two of the letters on the Shalosh, one is on the Shayad. Therefore the Shalosh has a greater Kedusha. Says the Magen Avram, if the Shalosh is a greater Kedusha, it would seem to be inappropriate to put the Shayad on top of the Shalosh. And therefore, the Magen Avram is of the opinion it's better to put them side by side. I did see the Arach HaShulchan brings down to defend the opinions that say to put one on top of the other. He says if you look in the halachas of the Sefer Torah and Nevi'im Iksuvim, you're not allowed to put Nevi'im Iksuvim on top of the Sefer Torah. But Nevi'im Iksuvim, you could put Nevi'im on top of Iksuvim, Iksuvim on top of Nevi'im. So he says, only when there's a great discrepancy in the Kedusha is it a problem. So Nevi'im or Ksuvim on top of the Sefer Torah, that's inappropriate. The Kedusha of the Torah is much greater. But he says, it must be that Nevi'im Ksuvim, one is greater than the other, but yet you're allowed to put one on top of the other because it's not such a big difference. So he says, in the middle of the ones who say, you put over here the Shayat on top of the Shorosh, even if it's true the Shorosh has a greater Kedusha, but if it's a not, not a much higher level Kedusha, it's a little bit of a higher Kedusha, then it would not be inappropriate to put it for a specific reason like we have over here, to put the Shayat on top of the Shorosh. Continues the Mishibura, we're in the last line of the right side of the page. V'chein Hagen. That, as we know, is our Minog in general, that we put the Tefillin side by side. But the Maishan the Mechaber says that you put the Tefillin Shayat on top. Perusha, what it means is, You put it a little bit towards the top, so you should bump into your Shayat first. The Sefer Shulchan Shlomo says that it's good that the Tefillin Shayat should be on the right side of the Tik. The Rechashulon says that Tefillin Shiyach is on the left side of the tick. So that's a machlokas. The Meshavura says it's gamkein mitamzeh for the same reason. That way you'll bump into the Shayad first if it's on the right side. The Rechashulon seems to think you'll bump into it quickly. You go across with your right hand and you'll get it on the left side. That is a machlokas. V'yesh no hogim lasso shnei kisim. There are those who are annoyed to make two kisim, one for the Shayad and one for the Shorosh. Even if you make two kisim, the same way that if you have your tefillin loose and you put your tefillin shayad on top a little bit over your shorosh, you should reach it first. If they're both in a kiss, you as well should put the kiss of the shayad a little bit higher up than the kiss of the shorosh. Why? In order that you should bump into the kiss of the Shayyad first, and you will not have to pass over the mitzvah of the Shorosh to get to your Shayyad. Because the Taz already told us in that even though they're in a kiss, it doesn't change the halacha that we still want to say, we don't say it's avoided by having it in the kiss, and therefore the Shayyad kiss should be a little bit on top. Those who have a minute that they make a tick for each of the tefillin, for the shayat and the shorosh. It's not clear exactly the difference between a kiss and a tick. It seems to me that a tick would be the boxes like we have it, and the kiss is some kind of bag that they had. 
So those who make tikkun for the tefillin yeshlem lesamein ezer shayach l'shalrosh veezer l'shalyad, they should make a marking on it to know clearly which one is the tik for the shalyad and which one is for the shalrosh. Kedei sheizar behem velo yotzia shalrosh tchila miatik. You want to make sure that you don't take out your tefillin shalrosh first in the tik, so you should be able to recognize easily which one is the tik of the shalyad and which one is the tik of the shalrosh. Gam also the cave under Shorosh Kedushasal Chamura, since we know, as we just mentioned, that the Shorosh has more Kedusha than the Shayad, Yizor Ayyidezer Shalolishanos Akarkachatik Litein Bo Shalyad. You want to make sure that you don't take the tick that's designated for the Shorosh and accidentally put the Shalyad in there, so you want to have a clear marking to know which one is for which. Elohim Kain Hisna Mitchil, unless, of course, when you first use that, you made it tonight that you're not designating Dafla for that, then it wouldn't be a problem. Kidla Kamon, the so that's going on that which the Mishabura ends off and says the reason why we want to put the Shalyad on the bottom or at least towards the bottom the Shalrosh on the bottom and the Shalyad on top of it is so that when you come to put on your film the next time you will bump into the Shalyad Tchilo says the Mishabura and that way you won't have to pass over the Mitzvah V'nochom li'zar shaloyachlot shalyad ad shiyaniach shalrosh besoch tik. You want to be careful, it's proper to be careful not to take off the shayad until the shorosh is already put away in your tefillin bag. We want to make sure that the shorosh again is on the bottom, somewhat the shayad is on top of it, so we want to make sure the first that the shorosh is put away. In note number 13 he points out, Chodesh. Even on Rosh Chodesh, and Memarim Lachos at Tfilin, that we're quickly taking off our tefillin, we're rushing. In order to catch the Tfilah of Muslav together with the Chazim, Sohoya Agon of Esau Chaim Zonenfeld, Nizar, Lohaniach, Esar, Shorosh, Besoch, Hatik, Kodem, Shecholatz, Eshel, Yad. He didn't change from his custom, he put away the Shorosh before he put, took off his Shalyad as well. Kedei Shelo Yishkach, Laacher, Mikein, Vianiach, Eshar, Shalyad, Besoch, Hatik, Kodem, Shorosh. Again, he did not change from his regular custom that the Mishabur is saying of putting away the Shorosh before you take off the Shalyad, even though it was Rosh Chodesh before Muslim and people are rushing, he didn't change from his regular custom. Let's go right to the Mechaber Siv Gimel. Minog ha-chachomim l'nashik ha-tfilin b'shas ha-nochoson u-b'shas chalitzoson. The minog of the chachomim is to kiss the tfilin at the time that you're putting them on and at the time that you're taking them off. Says the Mishiburas of Cotton Test, Beshachalitzosan, Kishemikapil Hatfilin Lo Yichro Haritsuos Alabatim. When one is wrapping up his filin, he should not be wrapping the Ritsuos around the batim. Now the batim refers to the, the higher part. That's the batim. Elobitstode Habatim Alatitora. Rather, he should wrap the Ritsuos around the side, which is the Titora, which is the, the side of the Tefillin. We're not talking about with any kind of covering over here. You shouldn't wrap it around the bias, which is the, the higher square, but you should wrap it around the lower square of the Titora. And in note 14, in the back of the Sefer, he does point out that earlier we learned, Shekevan Shebet Titora, Yesh Yosir Kedusha Min Ritsuos. If you mention, we saw this in the Shabura, if you remember this, that we said that the uh, Titora, which is part of the actual tefillin, has a higher kedusha than the ritzua. So he said, "Ein lichroch b'shas anochas atfillin esar ritzuos al titora." We said you shouldn't keep it in place in general under normal circumstances. You shouldn't be wrapping your ritzua around the titora. Elohim kein osezos kedeshlo yozuzu atfillin imekoman. Unless you specifically need it to make sure it doesn't move out of place. In general, you shouldn't do it. And here the mishabura is saying that you would put it on the titora. In fact, it's a malchokas between the taz and the magen avram. 
if in fact the Kedusha is higher of the Titorah of the Ritzua, or if they're equal, and that would explain the different Mishaburas uh, over here. Based on the Gemara and Shabbos, when we talk about Elisha Baal Knafayim, that a miracle happened to him, he was holding his Philin Sharosh, and the, the governor asked him, What are you holding? He said, Kanfayona, the wings of a dove, and they miraculously turned into a wings of a dove. So there are those who have a minug, that when they wrap their Philin, they do wrap it on both sides like the wings of a dove. When one is wrapping the Ritzuos around the Tefillin, he needs to hold the Tefillin in his hand and take the Ritzuos and move the Ritzuos around the Tefillin. Not to be holding the Ritzu in his hand, and then to be wrapping and, and, and moving around the, the actual Tefillin. That would be a bizarre to the Tefillin. The Ritzuos are what go around the Tefillin, not the Tefillin going around inside the Ritzuos. Also, when one is taking out his tefillin from his tefillin bag, he shouldn't just shake it out. Rather, he should take it out with his hand. And he ends off and he says, The tefillin bag should not have shatnes in it. Just like mitpach asvarim. I want to just read one little note in the back of the Sefer, and that is note number 15. He says, This mice of wrapping up the tefillin, Kosova ben Ishchai, it is a chiv of mitzvah to have your to wrap it yourself, not to have someone else do it for you. Let's say your son is, uh, is 12 and a half, he's all excited to, to practice wrapping it, so maybe that would also be a chiv of mitzvah, but in general, there is a chiv of mitzvah for a person to be wrapping his son himself and not just to have someone else do it for him. And we will stop there. That concludes Simon Chavches and Mitzvah Shem. Next time we'll begin the new Simon. Mitzvah Shem, next two Simonim Chavtes and Lamed. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.